Hello. Hello. Welcome to Mind Body Body Stuff. (laughs) I'm Kaylee. I'm Bernice. Uh, We are sitting in Joe's little house. house, And it's raining, you guys. It's like 65 degrees. It feels colder. And it's finally raining. Our first rain in a long time. In like 45 days or more here in Missoula. So... I feel like we're transitioning. Don't you feel like it's starting? Oh yeah, I, it was. It was. I was so thankful that we went to the lake, lake on Saturday because it was oh, all yeah. warm and you could swim, and it was kind of a hot day. And then literally yesterday, it felt kind of chillier, and I'm like, uh oh. And then today definitely feels like it might be autumn right around the corner. I feel like it is. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I feel like transition always. Um, I don't know. It, it, it has like that a bittersweetness to it. Yeah, it makes me sad. It does. It makes you sad. It makes you sad every fall. Every fall, every transition makes me sad. Yeah, you, even when they're good transitions. I don't yeah. know. I get fixated, but then, but then once I'm in the new thing, yeah, then I love it. But I have a harder time. So it's nice for me to be with Kaylee because she's like, "What a wonderful time!" And I'm like, "It's a wonderful time." <laughs> I struggle with some transitions for sure. Yeah. But I, I actually do usually struggle with um with fall. Fall is one. Even though I'm ready for it, like I hate being hot. Temperature wise, I'm I'm ready for it to change. But what I have a problem with is um just the darkness, how dark it starts to get so early. Yeah, I love the sunlight and the just, yeah. length of day. Yeah. And I get kind of manic in the summer. It's like yeah. I'm here and then I'm there and I'm here. And yeah, then suddenly everything the kind of slows down, which is actually good to mm-hmm. slow down. It's not always good to be scattered and yeah, um, floating around. So I always think there's no way that I could live in the Southern Hemisphere because the only thing that I have to look forward to is knowing that the holidays are coming <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think it'd be really sad to know that the holidays, uh, or, like, as the weather got colder and colder and darker, that there wasn't something really special, like, the holiday season. Yeah, thank goodness to. we have that. Like, it's like, I, I can make it. It's, it's going to be Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's going to be then Halloween be and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas. It's like all the fun holidays are coming. Yeah, and all the family will hopefully yeah. will be around. Right. You know. Yeah, my birthday and... Yeah, there's so much for, there's so many things to celebrate. To but, look forward to, but now I won't be manic anymore, which is sad. Which is nice for me. I get to, <laughs> I get to see you more when, you, when it's not the summertime. She's so good, though. This this year, she was like, here's the schedule for the summer, which was sort of like accepting her dear friend's issues. I'm like, thank you, Kaylee, for doing like, that. You will work never. You will work Monday, Thursday, and Friday. And Friday. And that's it. Don't worry about it. Huh? At the studio. So that worked awesome. Yeah, and now we do podcasts at random times. Random like, times. Very creative. Very creative in your daughter's living room where it's quiet. Yeah, beautiful. But anyways, moving on to actually what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today? Well, I thought it would be really interesting to talk about music because music is the base of so much of the work that we do. And it's actually the, um, it's actually like the medium through which we do so much of our work communicate sort of our work it is it it truly is mm-hmm. you know um it, it it helps us process it helps us move through stuff understand stuff um 
it moves it moves our body it moves our 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 emotions it moves everything like i don't i don't know how people do the type of work that we do without music no i don't know how they do the I type couldn't. of work and also the stuff we're trying to get in, get to in class yeah without the without, songs that we use and the yeah. movement that we use we just couldn't get there they carry it they carry us oh, there yeah today in our, my class we did like natural yeah. i am here a lash out was mm -hmm. before and all of that it just totally you could feel the class's mood just mm -hmm. shift and I, I couldn't have done that in a regular you know maybe therapy session therapy or... maybe but even the music just the music and the movement just enhances that whole well I just feel like it helps break us open yeah it helps with that opening process someone even said that day Julie said well someone just broke open oh cool she said that yeah and so um, thinking about this how music plays such an important role in our work life. I wanted to just start this podcast, like talking about the role that it has played in both of our personal lives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So maybe I'll just ask you, um, what was your, like, what was your relationship to music as a child? As a child, my dad was sort of in charge of all the music. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough. Interestingly enough. Um, <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting. Um, but I just remember a big thing for me was he would drive me to school every day mm -hmm. and I didn't spend a lot of time with my dad cause he was busy, but he would be my, he would drive me to school and, yeah. and um, he would always have a soundtrack playing in the mm -hmm. background, whether it was Hawaiian music or he liked musicals like my uh -huh. fair lady oh, or fiddler on the roof. And he was a beautiful singer. So he'd have the music on and then he'd just be singing, singing, singing. And then uh -huh. I would sing with him. So we would both be singing in the car. Uh -huh. So that totally set like my relationship with my dad and, uh -huh. and I didn't listen to regular music. Like I'm not aware of the music of my time uh -huh. for whatever reason, but I am aware of all those musicals and uh -huh. they totally represent my relationship with my father. And wasn't your dad, um, well, weren't you guys friends with some pretty, uh, pretty famous musicians oh at the time his his uncle was friends with like Bing Crosby mm -hmm. and Bob Hope was a comedian but um and Danny Kay they would come to the house and um yeah so there was always music uh in the background their type uh -huh. of music and people kind of singing and uh -huh. which is very <clears throat> Hawaiian style too having singing mm, sure. get-togethers and stuff like that I think in a lot of cultures that are not ours <laughs> yeah because even in New Zealand when I lived there for a while uh -huh. the Maoris would just get around and they just get the guitar out and then yeah. everyone just sing yeah my friends in Norway like uh they, a singing party they yeah I mean literally when I've hung out with with groups of our age people in Norway all of a sudden somebody will will just start singing and then the whole entire group gathers in a circle and they just sing oh see it just, it, it's very much like, uh, it just seemed very normal and very much like not spoken about. Not like, hey, what do you guys think? You, you want to do a sing-along And later? I think here, like, you know, people are like, hey, you want to do a jam session? Right. Or whatever, which, so it does happen. But I, I feel like it's not as just like, la, la, and then everyone sings, la, la, and they're all these traditional songs right. that they all know. And even if you say a jam session, then I'm like, oh, well. I don't play anything. I don't play any. I'm not a very good singer, so I probably can't go to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But it's just all these traditional songs that they're they're used to singing, and I love that. And that everybody that knows them, too. Mm -hmm. It's such a bonding yeah. experience. Yeah, mm hmm What about you when you were uh, young? Yeah. Music. Music. Music has always been really, really, really important to to me and to my family. Like, 
some of my biggest memories of um, both of my parents are their music choices mm -hmm. and what, what they listen to. Like, um, for example, um, every single weekend in the winter, we would get up and go skiing. So my dad or my mom or both would check the weather report and then whoever had the best snow, that's where we would that's where we would go that weekend. But my dad did wake us up because we always usually had to drive. Um, Helen was pretty centrally located so we could go to many different ski areas, but we'd have to wake up really early. And so my dad, he would crank up ACDC. ACDC. And he would open our bedroom door and just let the dogs, who are outside dogs, so they're just nuts when they come inside, just let them in and they just like jump on our bed and go crazy. And it was just like ACD blaring. And that was the music to kind of like pump us up oh, to go skiing or like, that? you know, my parents both played blues a lot. So we always had like blues playing in the house or my mom is a really big Joni Mitchell fan. So my whole, I mean, we all have like, I, you know, I know all of Joni Mitchell's music just from my, just growing from my childhood and growing up. And I can just, you know, see my parents, both of them, um, just like cooking in the kitchen to music. Anytime I hear some, some like steely Dan for my mom, it's like cooking in the kitchen, you know? Oh, yeah. So it just, it brings you back. And then music, I think for me was a really, uh, was a really powerful place for me to experience my emotions as a mm. child, but more so as a, a teenager. teenager. So I, um, and I think I've mentioned this on a podcast before, but I would be so excited to go and get a new CD. And when I got a new CD, I would just go and I would lock myself in my bedroom for hours and hours and hours with a CD and just play the songs and figure out which ones my, were my favorite and just play the same song over and over and over for hours. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you do that, you just like can go so deeply into the experience mm -hmm. of the song and you feel everything so intensely and you can understand these like emotional waves that you're going on through the music. And, um, you know, I think that's really set the, the, set the stage for a lot of the work we do mm -hmm. in Ula. And, and we always say like creating a relationship with the music. And I just go back to me being a teenager, um, feeling like I didn't really know where my place was in the world, but I knew, I knew who I was with music. And that could, you could express it too through listening to this music. Maybe not express it, but understand but feel it, it. Maybe It'll, privately. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, very much privately. Where you're like, oh yes, I'm kind I'm of feeling, feeling this, some of these whatever. Things. Yeah, uh -huh. mm -hmm. through music. It's crazy how there were CDs, and then before CDs were like tapes, tapes, and then before tapes were. Um, album L <laughs> albums yeah, lps yeah. those rap big records is what they're Re called records <laughs> that's the word um but then I, I think in those days everyone would listen almost to the whole album oh as a yeah 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 you know totally. what i mean like it, yep. everybody knows the album like the album uh -huh. you know all those different like u2 and um mm -hmm. the people before them anyway i don't know i don't know a lot of the modern music but um, where were you during that whole locked in like, a closet? You literally don't know any of the music. I know. I'm like a couple of, of, um, of decades. Yeah, I don't really. You don't. I'm totally, like, I feel like I know more music from those she decades. Knows more than music you. from the seventies and eighties yeah. than I do for sure. Like yeah. a song will come on. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yes. And then, then <laughs> she'll start singing. I'm like, Oh, right. But I have no, you, yeah. no idea who the artist was or what did you and your friends listen or to? Or Pink Floyd. I just remember, oh, yeah. remember people listen to Pink Floyd, something about the wall. The wall. Yeah. Um, 
but people would listen to the whole album. Oh yeah, it was definitely like a thing. And that was like a, like the album was like a story. It felt like like people were really just lost in this this whole story of this album. Mm-hmm. But nowadays we just listen to like one song. Mm-hmm. It seems like much more. Like mm-hmm. I don't listen to the whole Imagine no. Dragons album. No, you buy your song off of the album and and then I listen to that song maybe over and over again. Mm-hmm. But it's a very different way of kind of of living and breathing our music nowadays it feels like. Well, I wonder if that also is forcing artists to just come out with hits because oh. they know that people are going to they're going to buy like a song off the album, but I feel like they could almost make an entire album an expression like a, 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 an entire creative piece of work. Yeah. But now they're they're maybe being more forced to uh, just make hits. Yeah, that's a good point. Although Imagine Dragons did have a lot of stuff off of that one recent album. Yeah, but I don't think they expect people to listen to it as a as a complete story. As a continuum. Yeah, that's because a good I point. Because I think that they in the in the past used to create albums where it's like telling a, a story, which right. is like it's almost like they're making a playlist right. with their album. Yeah. I don't know, I could be wrong. Anyway, that's interesting. Um, but I, yeah, it's, I think that, that music has always, um, I've always wanted to just like be inside of a song. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason Ula is like, I feel like part of the reason Ula is based entirely on the music is because I have never experienced anything that can help me journey more deeply or 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 more quickly than music quickly yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean I feel like when you find when you find that song that you feel like you are like almost getting to the center of your soul mm-hmm. through that music you know I, I'm sure people do it can can get there many different ways but I personally have never been able to do it more efficiently um, than with music. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you? Like, what else? Not Nothing else. I mean, maybe dance sometimes, but that always has music mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just thinking about Aretha Franklin just passed a few days ago. And, yeah. You know, they were playing some of her songs, like, R-E-S-V-E-C-T, you know that? And yeah, I was just yeah. Thinking, yeah, yeah I think we all know that one. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> Those, hey, you know that one? You, you know, know that, that one? one? You know that one? That was Aretha Franklin. No way. I know. Surprise. Tell us more. <laughs> um, but just even hearing her sing it, I didn't have to move to it. You know, but it yeah. took me right back to, I don't know, just empowering me. And like, it just was like, oh my gosh, it's so powerful that she's singing this song at the time that it was written, yeah. you know, a long time ago. Yeah. And you could just feel all that in the mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's kind of totally crazy. Yeah. And, and I, can, I don't even have to see her. Right. I, it's just her voice. You can just feel her. Yeah, I can just feel her. Exactly. And then that, to me, is just like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if there's something, like, I wonder if there's something to that with um, why it's like a rock star is the, is the like, epitome of a sex symbol. Mm. It's because I think music mm. can help you feel something more deeply then I don't I don't know maybe drugs I'm not sure you know but I think that there's a reason that people take psychedelic drugs oh yeah and I think that there's you know that there is a, an element of that to music where it's like oh my gosh there is literally my soul I feel it through this music yeah right you know it's even like when we do the exercise and um training sometimes where we just put on a song and people move around or whatever 
part of the training. Or whatever. Whatever. You I'm know, we do that thing it's sometimes. Like secret. You mean every time? <laughs> every time we do it. But it's amazing if you put on these songs. It blows me away every single time. I'm sure we've already talked about this. But every single time a song will come on and we'll all start moving kind of the same way. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like basically people it's are like doing a choreographed dance. Universal. Like it's just yeah. suddenly it's just like you hear the song and you're just like, oh, here I go. It's my hips. My hips are going now. Uh-huh. It's not my arms on this song. It's my hips. Mm-hmm. And it's 30 other people's hips, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's like, like a connector. Yeah, on top. Of I think it. it's a connector to each other, and it's a connector. I to I wonder ourselves. what the brain looks like when all it's doing... fired up. With yeah, you, you know what I mean? Because it must be just all like I just feel it totally yeah. like talking both hemispheres, totally oh, engaged. God, yeah. And, yeah, you know. Well, and I just think about you know some of the most powerful experiences of my life have have been at live music events. Mm, oh yeah. So not only are we feeling this deep connection to ourselves, but we actually, I think we feel a connection to the musicians up there. Oh, I mean, we do. And I think that's why we idolize, I think right. that that's right. why we idolize musicians. Yes. Yeah. And I think that they are kind of these like incredibly, uh, they're like conduits or something. They're, they're conduits, but I'm, I, I guess more their sex appeal is, is it's because it doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter any of that. They are they are allowing us to feel something so deeply in ourselves that I think it creates an, a, an energetic connection to them, to ourselves, and to each other. Mm-hmm. So these like live music events, I think, are so powerful in a way that not many other things have the potential to to be that powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, what else on all the in all those on realms. all of those realms? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like I, I think that. Um, you know, when I've had some deeply spiritual experiences in my life, it's had to do with music or or definitely being at a live music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. experience. Would you agree? It's crazy, too, because Pearl Jam was just here. Uh-huh. And, um... Oh, they were? I didn't know that. <laughs> don't talk to her now. I'm not talking to you. Um, for all you other 10,000 people listening didn't know that Pearl Jam came to Missoula. Our town went bonkers oh, my for God, a couple days. And, um... We live up the up the up the valley from the stadium, quite far away actually. But uh-huh. we sat out on our on our porch, and we could just hear it. We could hear him. We could hear his voice. Even it was just mm-hmm. echoing. So mm-hmm. my husband's like, "Let's just go down there and walk around." Yeah, it was like a magnet. I'm like, yeah. "Okay." Yeah. And then we went down by the stadium and just parked. And then we were just, and there were tons of us just walking around. Uh-huh. And now you could hear him, hear them singing really well. You could hear all their music and the guitars and the drum. And we didn't even have, again, we didn't have to be in there. Right. But we were all having sort of spiritual experiences. Yeah. Just standing near it. Just being in the energy field. Yes. And you hear the guy, who's the guy? Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Thank you, uh-huh. Eddie. Eddie Vedder. And um, just his voice just, like, just, like, echoing yeah. out. And then the, the guitars and the drums and everything strumming in that. So the group of, of those few humans coming together. Uh-huh. And making that powerful sound. Yeah. And then all of us are realizing, like, this is really powerful. You're just, like, vibrating so highly Ooh, together. Like, I can even get goosebumps just yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. It was just... And I, we weren't even inside. We were walking around the outside. Mm-hmm. I think it's... Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I keep saying, I don't know what else can, can affect a group of people like that. I mean, maybe a really incredible speaker. Especially a group of people. Like, maybe but, you could, like, let's say you climb a mountain and yeah. you're alone and you're on the top and you're just like, oh my gosh. Oh. Right. And, yeah, 30,000 people. 30,000 people, we're all going to be in there together. Like, mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you put us on a trip. 
mm-hmm. together and we're yeah. all on it. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, you can have speakers or maybe, you know, uh, that's a good point. There are some great speakers, but in, and there are, and, and there definitely are, uh, I feel like music though, it goes beyond, it goes beyond your thoughts. It goes beyond your political affiliations. It, it, it just like gets you to your soul. I wonder if that's why great speakers have a cadence. Oh, of course you that's why. You know what I mean? Why. They're not just kind of like, all right, here's a story I'm going to tell you. No, it's you the know, way or, that they speak. It's yeah. the intonation in their voice. The When they choose to do the pauses, it's this understanding of like when to add that big, huge crescendo right before the release. Like all good speakers understand that their their speech needs to be musical. Yes. It that, really does. Yeah, that's interesting. In order to be powerful. It does. I mean, it really does. Listen to the great speakers and they are... They are it's a it's a song. Yeah, it's a song, a speaking song, it and really they know is. where to pause, yeah. where to say it louder, yeah. where to say it softer. Yeah. Everybody has to lean in. What's he saying? What's coming? What's coming? What is it? Yeah. And that I mean, so much of what we try to teach in um, in, in training weekends, or or you know, even more so with with instructors who have a little more experience under under their belt, is getting to that point where you can create that tension through the way you cue. When your body movements start to get smaller, how to then add that volume, the power, the energy, so that when you do have that big moment of release, whoosh, you take, you take the, everybody who's in that room is invited on this journey and you have these waves of energy. You have these, these really intense moments that you, you, you share together. But for me, it's completely driven by the music. And then all it is, is our job as, 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 Fertilitator. Yeah, fertilitator. You're my fertilitator. No, Would you guys like, like us to edit this part? <laughs> Would you like us to do a little more editing? A fertilitator. A fertilitator. I like, sounds like, you're like a fertility titator or something like that. <laughs> a fertility titator. I'm a fertility titator. <laughs> anyway, a facilitator of this experience. We just have to really, really, really be tuned into the music and just, and, and this is how I always describe it at, at trainings, is you're just creating synergy. That's mm. all you're doing. The music is telling you what to do, and then you, it's giving with it your, to you, it's giving it to you, and then all you have to do is receive, and then give also. But I, I, more than anything, you're just kind of like you're just trying to uh, enhance yeah, right. that music through yes. your cues, through your movement, um, through your voice. It's incredibly powerful, oh, and I think yeah. that's why you know master classes or the the really energetically high classes, they can give you that sense of euphoria like you can get at at a concert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we're trying to do the same thing is help people not only connect more deeply with themselves, but with the music and with each other. And well, we get to just be a part of that of that happening. And which I is love that. Incredible. I love that feeling of the concert. But we can't go to a concert every day. No, you can't go to a concert every day. And you if just I, can't even do if it. I did, not every concert feels like that. So then I just get tired. Oh sure. You know where I'm like I'm just trying to go to a concert every day. Yeah, it's that's exhausting. You yeah. can't go to no. you can't go to live music every single day. No, it, but it you is can exhausting. go to Ula every dun, dun, dun. day. Ulafitness.com to find a class <laughs> near you. Mention this ad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying. That was good. Yeah. That was a very good segue. Uh, thank you. Um, but yeah, isn't it just fascinating? I feel like the ways in which that which music can can communicate with so many different parts of who we are as well. Like it can it physically moves us, it emotionally moves us. I mean 
art is also, I, I think, really powerful, but I don't feel the physical response in the way that I feel it from music. I just I'm trying to figure out what could be as powerful as music, and I, I'm just not really... Especially all together, when you have a bunch of humans together. I mean, but, yeah, I mean? look at a beautiful piece of art, and you're going to be moved in many different ways, but you're right. probably not going to want to, like, move your body to it. No. I mean, but just by looking at it. No. Uh-uh. I mean, maybe some people maybe are. Maybe some people do, and you, you guys could talk about that. I don't, you know, our art for me doesn't do it as much as music and movement Reading together. something, maybe it doesn't have that, like... Sometimes when I read something... You want to go out and move your body? It makes me, like, cry or feel happy. Well, or, yeah, but that's your even emotions. Even the thing you sent me the other day, that poem or that little saying you sent me about, sometimes you have to, like, wilt and die, and then oh, you can yeah. be, born, to you be can born to grow again or whatever. Yeah. And then I was, like, I was, like, crying for, like, ten minutes, yeah, which was, was good. good. I needed to cry. Um, it didn't make me want to move, but it did want me. Did make me want to sit with that emotion for a little bit because yeah. I had been avoiding it off and on. So it was like, no, no, no. Right. This is coming up. You need to sit with this right. and, and feel all that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, um, but yeah, I guess, I guess going back to the, the power of music though, it's interesting to me, like how you and I, I think are both very affected by music, but the amount that we allow it into our lives is very different. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? Well, well, I have a disorder. No, it's not a disorder. I if I hear music, um, it right away takes me into some place. Like I can't really uh, interact with other people, or right. it's harder for me. And that's why I'm bringing this up right now because you're like, well, I read that thing, and but there's something that music does to you that's so fascinating to me. Yeah, I, I totally. Um, disappear or I'm not like, you cannot be present when music is playing I can't I start hearing it, even happy music like I'll start because Kaylee was good because she plays music in the background and it helps her be creative but so at meetings and stuff sometimes she'll turn music on and of course I'm like uh oh <laughs> and the music starts playing and they'll be talking about something and I'm just totally you checked out you are in that song I'm like respect yourself I'm like that's <laughs> right I gotta respect myself and <laughs> Um, and I have that weird disorder that somebody wrote about where I hear songs and right away I get goosebumps oh, yeah. sometimes. So yeah. it's a physical, um, it's almost like an auditory link to some sort of nerve it's thing. It's not a disorder. Well, it's not a disorder. No, what was it? It was saying that you guys are like highly, I don't know. I think it's a good thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't label it as a disorder, but it is funny because you're completely distracted when music is completely on. distracted, even uh -huh. bad music. Like yeah. suddenly I'm all, what, what they say? Or even sometimes we'll be playing music in the car and I'm like, did you hear that guy say, wake up now <laughs> in the background? Like how they put the different things in. <laughs> That's it. Totally. Like how do you decide to throw that into the song? Like how, whoa, good for you guys. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Just kind of how music, it brings us together, but it's also interesting how it has like these different impacts on us like yeah you can't have music playing whenever I go to your house it's completely silent and, yeah, I, yeah. and my question is always like where's the music what well, was that was always my question for a while but now it's like we even had Heather's birthday party at your house and I'm like where is the music you cannot have a birthday party oh, yeah without music going yeah and then, then you're I, like oh oh the oh, music right music. I gotta I'll go turn find the, the speaker on. I'll go yeah you know what for me it's like my in my house we never ever have uh 
silence. Yeah, because there's always music playing. There's always music playing because for me, music is, com- is is constantly setting the tone. And I always have to make music match kind of our vibe or or have music to set the vibe. Yeah. Always. Yeah. You know, like pretty much every single day we have like, uh, we've got like Moana soundtrack or Tangled or whatever just because I know that my kids, Love. like it energizes them. Everyone can sing. The whole family sings right. these songs. Like it's very important to how our day feels um, at night, you know, like the dinner party. How do I want the dinner party to feel? Do right. I have like Latin dinner music or do I have Italian dinner music or do I have indie or do I have summer night? You know, it's like it's very, very much a part of how I, I quote unquote, and set create the experiences. The ambiance of the place. Yeah, but I think more than that. Yeah, yes. But it's like how I create experiences in my life yeah. and very much so how I create experiences in my work. Right, exactly. But it, it is kind of it, it is interesting to think about how that affects us, us differently. differently. But, but when you're is, allowed to go there, then you just fully go oh, there. Oh, I'm gone. Yeah, it's gone. Then, but then I can't have relationship with you <laughs> or the kids. You're having relationship with that song. Very I'm like, intensely. sorry, Ray, don't talk to me now. This is about heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I haven't had heartbreak in you know 30 years. I'm like, I am a wreck right now. <laughs> I have been loved. And my son's just like, why are you crying? I'm like, it's the music we got turned on. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, it's just really like totally the power of that though. So powerful. Which but that's why the choreography is so fun because then we get to for a little while yeah. go right in and then go di- just die. And it's allowed. Deep into for me, it. it's like allowed. allowed. Like you yeah. are allowed to do this mm-hmm. now. And it's like, okay, I'm allowed. And I think you're so, um, I think that's why you're so good at it is because it is this like, free for all space that you get to just go head first into it yeah it's like you're allowed to do whatever you want and no one's going to talk to you about anything else except, except this, music this music and how it's making you and feel. how your body wants to move right now physically emotionally right yeah what your physical and, and emotional responses are to it it's and really that's why cool. kaylee's so good because she's like well we probably can't do that with everybody <laughs> we can't <laughs> and then she has this like weird shit is weird <laughs> which she's so good because she's like and she'll say something like but what would the count be I'm like, I'm like count count that for me because I really have no idea what's happening right now but it's very creative and I feel like since you've been a part of the choreography for Ula I think you've added an element that was just really missing and necessary so wow. I, I very much applaud you and and thank you for adding that piece. A little, uh, and I'm appreciative that you let me, let me go in. And I think you push us a little bit too, where sometimes I'm like, ooh, how That's are they going to feel weird... about that movie? You're like, I don't care. It's good for them. <laughs> well, like, okay, even good. today I was in that gallop step and um, I am here. Oh. And I know that feels, some, sometimes I feel even I myself. That was my weird move. That was, that well, was yours. It took a while to get to that That's one. Her move. That was my but weird I, But I, but even, even for me, sometimes I feel dumb doing it. Or it reminds me yeah. of like being a little kid or something. Sure. And this kind of heavy song, uplifting too at the same time. But I, part of me is like, I was even saying today, it's not about how it looks. Like I don't, you're, we're just doing movement and galloping, like mm-hmm. traveling somewhere. Yeah. It's almost symbolic. It's symbolic. And yeah. I don't want to get so caught up if, that we have to do movement that's always attractive. I think that's super important. Like I'm like, no, I love, is... I love that we do that. It does not have to be attractive. Because everything in our life, you know, we did this body workshop, you know, it's always about women. Are you attractive? And you know what? Sometimes I don't want to be. Yeah. You know, I just like, I don't want to be attractive. 
Yes. I don't want to make a big deal about it. And it's such a big part of our lives. Let's yeah. just be. Let's just be. And when you, well, you want to move to the right and you want to gallop or crawl, then do it. Right. And I think it's also pushing people uh, to places that are harder to access within themselves or within other other areas of society. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we can take the judgment away from what does this look like to um, just letting ourselves go to those places that are slightly uncomfortable, it's really powerful growth. It really is, yeah. And what does it feel like in your body mm-hmm. versus what does it look like in your body? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly, which I, I think is such a gift. Yeah. You know, going to those places of discomfort are, I believe, the way that we grow. Well, and it, you know, it seems like you always have to have a little discomfort before you grow. You have to. I mean, I don't know why. I'm thinking, like, do we have to? Well, uh, do we have to? Every That's a time, good question. You know what I mean? I don't know. Does it always have to be uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Does growth always have to have an element of discomfort? Maybe that's another podcast. It very well might be. Yeah. Anyway, something for us to ponder. All right. I think about in my life, I'm thinking about the major growth that I've done in my life. And, yeah, it's it's all had an element of discomfort. Mm-hmm. Even within our business right now, like we're having, I think we are at a major point for growth. And there's, crossroads. there's a lot of discomfort in it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even I think about probably the most important thing in my life has been uh, my relationship with my husband. And it definitely had growing pains, like major growing pains. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, who would I be without my my marriage I think that's what we don't talk about sometimes even in terms of relationship for everybody in terms of long-term relationship yeah because people after you know Josephine's getting married yeah. my daughter but I'm just thinking like of course you're gonna have periods where it doesn't feel good uh-huh. in the relationship but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad relationship yeah exactly. you know it just means you got to reflect and see where you're at yeah, I mean when two individuals become one that there's gonna be painful stuff you like you can't yeah, because we're still indi- we're still you're ourselves. Still your individual, you just have to make your life work mm-hmm. with some, and you you have to be very respectful, and and you have to compromise for a lifetime. For a lifetime, I mean, it's hard in friendship, right? You know, at least friendship. Sometimes I'm like, well, I'm out. Bye. I'll see you in yeah, a couple that's, weeks. That's a lot of work, right there. <laughs> like, yeah, but in a relate, in a, your partner relationship, you're it's like, oh, here you are again today, <laughs> again, again, next to me. Yeah, next to me. And I remember how much you irritated me last night. <laughs> and you're still there this morning. And you're morning. still there this morning. What a wonderful gift that you have to keep working with that. Totally. And yeah. like music. How does that go back to music? Well, I think because it is. It, well, music with movement. And I mean, even just music alone, um, some of it can feel really uncomfortable. Oh. Some music can feel incredibly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that they do that for a reason because it helps you explore those feelings and those places within yourself mm-hmm. that we have you can't just avoid. No. I mean, we I mean try people can to. try. People can try. And people can go an entire lifetime avoiding the discomfort. I mean, they they absolutely can, but I wonder how much growth they they are gonna get out of this right. life. And I wanna push myself. And I want to push myself and other people. 
<laughs> she doesn't want to push other people. Well, Which you guys are lucky. That's why she does Ula. Well, yeah, exactly. Right? A lot of the stuff we do with Ula is pushing people. It is totally. pushing people. And you guys are awesome because you go there. Oh, my God. We're so appreciative that you go there. And you there. guys push us. Yeah, you do push us. Totally push us. I mean, the whole thing, I think we're all asking each other to rise up. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is something really, really beautiful about a group of people who are committed to doing this work. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And it doesn't always feel comfortable. But I, I think that also there's an element of, of music that can help make the discomfort beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a power. And poignant. Yeah. I love that kind of feeling of like, oh. But like, when does heartache feel more beautiful than in a song? Never really. I mean, it's so beautiful and it's sad beautifully and tragic. A song, yeah. And and I think that music can can gracefully and beautifully take us to these really, uh, really sad places. Or I mean, any any emotion, any emotion, you can turn it on and you can immediately tap into places within yourself that just aren't so easy mm-hmm, to access without mm-hmm. it. I Even anger. Or frustration. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I mean, don't you think there's a reason that there's, like, heavy metal rock? Like, I don't listen to that music, personally. Yeah. But, because it just agitates me. But I think for some people, it helps them understand their rage. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Don't you? And a, and a, place to you ex- a place to express it. You know, where you have a safe place where you can express that rage. When you're listening to ragey music, how are you expressing it? I'm just curious. What when I listen that? to it, like, 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 I move my head a lot, like a lot of head Of course banging. you do. It's not head. background music for you. <laughs> like, that's right, I headbang now. <laughs> headbanging now. Bye, Ray. Sound for me to express my... Mom's headbanging for a while in the back room. Um, but I love that ability to just be angry like I turned on we were looking for some new music uh-huh. for Ula and of course every once in a while on the new hits there's um some heavy metal stuff <laughs> and then I'm like yes this this coming week you guys is our, ah! it's our, they're like wow screaming. those are some sound <laughs> <laughs> turn down your volume everyone Bernice is about to here I go get ragey <laughs> who's one of the, like the rage people Alice Cooper oh Alice uh-huh. and the Machine or something anyway I don't remember Alice Somebody. Okay, you yeah. guys know. Um, but I just like listen to it a little bit. I'm like, that's right, you're all angry. <laughs> Which I think, and it makes your whole body kind of tense. And- yeah, and I think for some people that is therapeutic. For me, it's really agitating, like super agitating. I yeah. can't have raging music on, or I get very consumed by it. Well, when I was younger, I could do it more. And young people I'm seem not to sure like the why. angry music more. But I feel like because they have a lot of that oh. emotion inside and they don't know where to put it. Yeah, that's a good point. Because when I was younger, I could really do the ragey know, stuff. more ragey stuff. And now I can do it for a little short snippets. And I'm like, okay, enough. That's enough. That's it's enough tiring. Now. And you don't have uh-huh. that much rage right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Because um, I, can, I can listen to a lot of different music, but I can't listen to ragey music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean I don't have rage inside of me. It just means that I don't, that's not a place where I get a release from it or whatever, or tap uh-uh, into it. Uh-uh. It just makes me feel really, really agitated. agitated. It yeah. like, maybe because, maybe because for me, music does kind of, uh, uh, amplify everything. Yeah. But I don't feel, at least personally for me, that that's a beneficial way to release my angst. I feel like it just adds to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different types of music. Like sad music, though, I feel like sad music is incredible 
incredibly therapeutic for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Ula, Ula One music, it, it taps into sad. some of that. But, you know, um, and this is what we talk about a lot in our workshops and stuff, is that anger is usually a front to sadness. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, yes, it's healthy to express uh, some of that anger, but it's usually, um, at least when it's personal work, a uh, an initial reaction when underneath it is actually more of sadness. Yeah, and you'll even see that in the workshops we do. Someone might have an initial reaction like, I don't want to feel that, or they're very kind of like, you know. Put up that, like. Yeah, um, I don't want to talk about that stuff, or, you know, whatever. And then suddenly they'll start crying. Like, Yeah, there's a lot behind because it. Because anger is such a good protector, too. It is, it's like, a good protector. Say, sometimes, thank you, anger, for, you mm-hmm. know, maybe it wasn't time for me to express the sadness I feel deeper down yeah you know yeah um I'm trying to think if that's like a universal thing which I don't I maybe don't think it is like there's a lot of stuff uh I don't know like politically that makes me really pissed off and I don't know if it's my personal sadness behind it I think that there is a place for actual just like anger mm-hmm. oh yeah for sure you know, but I feel like when it comes to personal work uh, it's usually a safety mechanism yeah it's like a pushback like it's your defense mm-hmm. you know like no Mm-hmm. Or I never felt that way. Yeah. You know, I've never had a problem with that before. And then or suddenly like, you'll talk to the person a little bit more and they're like, actually, that's, that's yeah. what I've been doing with for a long time. Yeah. And anger is an easy thing to put off, to push onto other people. Right. And it tends or to- sadness is a thing that we have to go inward to do. Right. So I feel like when we don't want to do the personal work, it's easier to just get mad at other things or other people and push that energy out rather than sit with the deeper personal feelings of sadness. Yeah, and the anger almost pushes people away. It does. Um, and the sadness almost draws people in. Sometimes, like, people are like, oh, yeah. are you sad? You know, right. and then suddenly everybody, and sometimes we don't want, you know, yeah. it's like, no, don't look at me. Right. Like, I don't want help here. Yeah. We're defended. I'm not, I'm not ready I'm to. I'm not ready I'm not to let ready people to... in and just and explore yeah. what my sadness is about here. Yeah, totally. But I, I feel like music allows that exploration I'm not saying it invites other people in but I think for me music has just really helped me explore my own sadness in a way that almost makes it feel beautiful oh yeah yeah I agree and I think that's one of the things about Ula One is there a lot of the music does um I don't know it 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 makes me feel super introspective and Mm -hmm. there is a sadness to it and that, to me, is is maybe one of the biggest reasons why it is so therapeutic. I mean, yes, the movement is absolutely important, but it's the movement that is because of that music that then we get to do the exploration, that we get to do the work, that we get to do the releasing and the healing and the opening. And it feels very internalized in terms of having that communication with your body and mm-hmm. your mind. It yeah. seems like that's really, you know, having sort of a quiet, like, almost like when you're when we're doing active listening. Mm-hmm. it's like tell me your story and then mm-hmm. I just sit and listen mm-hmm. it's almost like that when we do Ula One in terms of with the music playing in the background and you're having this very sort of attentive active listening with the body yeah yeah you know it's like oh what does this feel oh yes you know yeah what's happening with your arm yeah it is active for me I'm always with your body yeah, that's interesting I'm always like I feel fine my joints aren't tight at all or whatever. And uh-huh. if I do Ula One partway through, I, ha- I feel the communication starting. Uh-huh. And then suddenly I'm like, oh, interesting. There's mm-hmm. a stiffness on my right side. Yeah. And there's some bloating in my intestine. You know, I start yeah. feeling stuff that I, start to feel I haven't uh-huh. been communicating with my body about. Yeah. I'm so cerebral that it's not like 
Yeah. Let's connect down and almost ground too. Yeah. And I think it's, I, but don't you think it's the music that creates that opening? It is. It's the music. Definitely. I mean, if we With had a combination of the movement too, I think. Sure. But, but if we had ragey music, do you think that you'd go to those places within yourself? No. Or even, even if we had pop music. Even or pop even if music were, and one, No, because right away I'd just be wanting like, I'm so happy in my pop music. Right. It wouldn't encourage me to have a deeper relationship with my body. I mean, and not that Ula doesn't, because I know that we use pop music for Ula, so I'm not saying Ula doesn't take us to those places too, but um, there's just this deep introspection Introspection that I feel like um, happens with Ula one. Yes, I agree. I like that word, introspection. Yeah. Yeah, of the the body and the mind. It's more of a sitting with, and Ula is more of an acting out. Uh huh. In a way, yeah. I, and I need the sometimes I like today we're doing. I think we like, need both. Sun comes up and just opening my chest and opening our yeah. arms up and it just like open your heart. But it had to be very active for me to feel it. But then Ula one seems very like introspective, listening quietly, grounded. Yeah, I'm appreciative for both. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're both really with necessary. the music. I mean, then they have the music that fits their genre or fits their what they're trying to do I think Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean I'm just really impressed when people can get to these places without music I have no idea yeah love you guys have a great rest of your day bye bye